Hi, everyone. This is Henry, and I hope you're having a good day or afternoon or there I go again. I'm always talking about the day, morning, evening, wherever you are. I hope you're having a good 24 hours. How's that? So I'm so excited about our weather here in Texas. We are finally getting some cool temperatures. Um, I'm Today is the 18th of October, and you probably won't be hearing this until the following week, the 20-something. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I hope uh, everyone's health is well because that's so important. And to me, this is an important little month for October, Breast Cancer Awareness. Don't forget to go to the doctor. Go to get your mammograms, men and women, an important thing for you to do. Um, you could save your life. So um, this episode is a little risque compared to what I'm usually to. And I'm sure I will either lose friends and family after they hear this, or I will have more friends and family <laughs> after they hear this. Um, sex. Who doesn't like sex? A lot of people don't like sex. Um, but here are some funny terms. I think I think it's funny that we as Americans, I guess it's us Americans, that um, make these things up. I guess it's throughout the, the world. Um, but these are names uh, we call it or that some of us have heard. I guess more like slang terms that we've all heard. And uh, they're kind of weird now that I, I, I've written them down and we've all heard them, like I said. Of course, you hear the F word. This is an episode about sex, but I don't like to say the F word. But <laughs> anyway, um, shag. When I hear shag, I think of Austin Powers. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but uh, it's one of my favorite movies. It's just funny. Um, bone. Bang. Nail, score, ball. So some of these are really old terms that I'm sure a lot of people have never heard. Getting laid, making love, having funny business, afternoon delight, uh, knocking, I can't even read my own writing, knocking boots. Uh, I'm not sure if I wrote that one down right or not. Uh, doing it, jumping someone's bones and getting lucky. But AKA, we all know what those terms mean. They mean having sex. Um, I'm going to tell everyone that it is so important as a parent to talk to your kids about sex. Oh, they'll learn from school. No, no, no. You do not want them to learn from their friends or from other people. You need to be the responsible parent or guardian and talk to your kids about sex. You'll know when it's time. You'll definitely know when it's time. There's not a, a certain age for some because some kids mature sooner than others. Uh, I'm not saying first grade, but you know, you just don't want your kids learning all this stuff from, you know, the kid down the block that you know is no good. <laughs> so I, I'm just a suggestion. Talk to your kids. And don't be shy. You've already done it. I mean, obviously, you've done it because you have a child. So go and talk to them. Um, I think it is a dual, a dual parent. Sorry, I'm moving the mic there. Um, a dual uh, parenting experience. I think mom and dad should or 
grandma, grandpa, and uncle, whoever the guardians are, I think you should do it together unless you're really uncomfortable. Or one, talk to the kid about it, your child about it, and then say if you have any other questions, go ask uh, your dad. <laughs> so anyway, so here we go. And I, I know everyone's really excited about this podcast. <laughs> now, I want everyone to slow down and don't get too excited about this podcast. It's only about one of the most important, fun, and exciting, and the most exhilarating things that your body will ever experience in life. Seriously. Unfortunately for some, they are not introduced to lovemaking slash sex in the right way. Or is there a right way? I don't know. But, you know, um, now this is where... They have been introduced to something they should not have been as a child. So that can really be unfortunate for people because they definitely will have to go to therapy. But for those of us who uh, feel that it happened the right way, woohoo! <laughs> How many times in your life have you heard, well, it just happened? We just started kissing and, and, and one thing led to another. Oh, please. For those that blame it on, it just happened. My question to you, did you lose your voice during the heat of passion when it happened? Did you? <laughs> My hopes would be that when you made love or sex for the very first time, that you were with the person, man, woman of your dreams. Yeah, right. Do they ex exist? Yes, they do. They do. But I hope... I guess I'm living in yesteryear that you only have sex with one person. And many people still do, which I think that's good for them. That's awesome. Now, if you've never experienced this adventure that your body will never forget, then you will find, like, the best experience. And this also includes anything with batteries that will give you satisfaction. Who can explain this feeling that you have? No one. You can try, but this is something that really can't be explained other than it feels like, well, it feels good. You get all limp after an orgasm, and then you just want more. I guess it can be addictive. Well, we all know it can be addictive. Of course, it's an addiction, for some, it's hypersexuality or hypersexuality disorder or just plain sexual addiction. Now, this is excessive thoughts of sexual fantasies and urges and so on and so on. But I'm sure we can save that for another podcast or you can Google if you think you have this problem. <laughs> well, especially if it is with the right someone and you know that this is the one and you've saved yourself all this time, then make sure. This is, this is uh, has to be your choice. When you have sex for the first time, make sure it's your choice, not someone else. <laughs> or I'm going to do it because I want them to like me. No, don't. Mm -mm, don't do that. But some of us think that we need to have more than one. 
and experiment and have many, many partners. And this can be dangerous because of STDs, sexually transmitted diseases. Did you know that there's more than 20 types and some are deadly? HIV, syphilis, and the list goes on and on. So know to always have safe sex. It's just important. You can still enjoy it, but be smart about it. So many say that men talk about sexual experiences and tell about all the details. Well, <laughs> we need to think this through because some women are even worse. Yes, they are. Now, ladies, you know that it is true. I had a friend who had a friend and so on and so on. And the friend once told me as though she was a kid. When she's telling the story, you could see the excitement and telling how she wanted to be on the top bunk bed. But we all know she wasn't talking about bunk beds, people. <laughs> she said, I like the control of feeling and being on top and watching the face of her lover our lovers, I don't know, and how satisfying she was making them. How do I know this? She's, I, I, don't, I don't know why she would share this, but she did. I mean, not, like I said, women like to talk about their sexual experience too. So she's, I'm sure we could ask her husband, but I don't think because she is married now. All I know is no thanks. That's a little bit much information, too much information for me to know. And sometimes when I see them, it's kind of like, oh, I, I, I know about the bunk beds. But no, <laughs> anyway, uh, again, some of us have been with more partners than we had fingers and toes to count on. And these partners made your sexual experience a good one for you. I hope they did. And if they did, congratulations, because not all lovemaking or having sex is the same. We like to go and find things out on our own. Hearing about them isn't enough. So we may want to see what it is like to have sex slash lovemaking with an athlete just to find out if that shoe size does mean something about that size of a penis or his hand size. We've all heard this. Or if the guy who always has those really tight jeans has uh, stuffed socks under those jeans. <laughs> so I can understand why, hmm, but so it's not just the men after the women. And, and that's the other thing. I can understand totally how women back in the 1800s, you know, they would just cover up. I mean, they'd be in long dresses and their necks, you couldn't see anything. But think of the mystery that the man had to have and the fantasies he could have what was underneath. But nowadays, people just, some women just barely wear anything and there's no... Um, issues for a man to even think about what's underneath. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's just out there because a lot of women show a little bit much for me um, and than, than I think they should. So I do kind of think it's it was probably, no, I don't think I would have done well in the 1800s, but <laughs> I, I don't, I can understand the curiosity and the uh, fantasies a man could have had when more was covered. So, um, for me, after being married for more than 35 years, and if you're wondering, 
if you will still have the want or the need to feel like a woman and want to feel like a sex goddess, yes, you will. Can you imagine, if you really think about it, <laughs> that your parents and your grandparents and your great-grandparents all had sex? That's probably too much of a visual, so don't think about it. <laughs> Never mind. But yes, you will want to be that sex goddess. So sometimes in a marriage, we take a break from sex. And it's just for a while, and only because we have become parents, working, or we are just tired and stressed out. And literally just don't feel like it. And guess what? That's okay. But this is a part where some marriages always, not always, I shouldn't say always, but sometimes one or the other partner strays. Because where one is not having the needs fulfilled, they go look someplace else for it. And then the old words come into play. It just happened. Well, we don't want it to just happen. So, of course, again, I am not a love therapist or a marriage counselor of any sort. These are just my thoughts and opinions. Um, but some people do stray. And it's, they're not going to be the first. They're not going to be the last. This happens. But we can literally help our marriage by going to therapy or talking, having conversation about the other's needs. Your needs, his needs, her needs, both your needs. Because that's important and that's what helps a relationship is communication. So when that's hard to say, but uh, it's worth, if you love that person, it is so worth trying to make things work out. Go to therapy, do, you know, do what you can. Talk, again, communication is so valuable in a relationship. You cannot let sex be what keeps a person, a couple together. It's you, that should be, that's not what relationships are about. Oh, we have great sex, though. We really don't care about each other, but we have great sex. No, um, we cannot let our partners get bored because if they do, guess whose fault it's going to be. It's going to be yours. They're going to say, "What's well, your fault that I strayed," um, or vice versa. I know that it really isn't anyone's fault. It's always, it takes two, but you will feel the blame if you are not, and this is for men and women, because some men just like, I'm done, I'm too tired, I don't, yes, ladies, there are men that do not want sex all the time, um, and yes, I have a friend of a friend of a friend who has told me her husband has just really lost interest, but they're working things out, and that's what you should do. This is when it becomes sex and not lovemaking, when you're just having sex to, to keep the relationship going. And it is the need where a hand just doesn't take care of that feeling. And I know that sounds crude, but masturbation is a normal, everyday thing people do. And you need to, we're all grown-ups. But it's a true fact. You know it and I know it. It is so important to have some sort of intimacy in your relationship. Now, that doesn't mean you don't have to literally have sex, like intercourse, to have that intimacy. 
there are all sorts of things. And I'm sure there's a gazillion books out there. Um, so maybe I'll do some research and then we'll have a podcast on intimacy. But it does start off as lovemaking and it is so wonderful and you can't get enough. And as time goes on, it does become a chore for some or a scheduled night. And it is just having sex. And sometimes no one's getting satisfaction. It's just become a habit. And you don't want sex to become a habit just to do it. You want to enjoy it. You want to love it. You want to enjoy every single minute of it. When you know that this partner is the one or partners or whatever, then you will be with them for eternity. When you start to realize that through all the good and the bad, that your partner or your dream of, of your dreams and it becomes lovemaking again. Try to make it about sometimes even when it becomes a chore, get your satisfaction and roll over and go to sleep. It will give you the best sleep of your life. <laughs> taking sleep better than taking sleeping pills. Also try try no these are again my opinions. Try to do uh take deep breaths. Clear your mind. In, out. In, out. And well, you get the picture. In and out. Try not to think about the grocery list or the lunches for the kids or what you've got to do the next day. Clear your mind. Think about the sleep you'll be having afterwards. It's definitely going to be worth that orgasm and the sleep. And you can't wait to go to bed just to snuggle in hopes that it will lead to a wonderful night of lovemaking. Or you wait for them to enter from the long day at work and you wear the sleaziest thing you have. And oh, baby. Don't be afraid to experiment at any age. Try positions you've never thought of trying. Buy some oils. Wear nothing to bed say surprise although I'm sure a lot of people wear their birthday suits and say surprise <laughs> make sounds that you've never made in your life get loud keep the excitement in your relationship alive and fun sex is wonderful and you will have something to talk about with the ladies and guys with the guys and some might even be a little bit jealous, or you may just inspire them to try the new position or buy the oils. Have fun exploring and try and place your mind back in time when you first made love with him or her. And how wonderful it was, and how you can't wait to feel that limp feeling again. Plus, as we all know, it's healthy for you too. Good for your heart, a little bit of aerobic workout. So I hope I haven't um, lost some listeners after this podcast or friends or family, but get over it. We're adults. We should be able to talk openly about sex, especially when it's going to help you in your relationship. I don't mean talking to a stranger down the street because I know <laughs> we've, I've said people will come and talk to me and tell me their story. Trust me, I'm not sharing all my stories with these strangers. But anyway... Here's to some good sex, lovemaking, and remember, thank you for listening. Count your blessings. And if you're having great sex, 
definitely that's a blessing with someone that you love and it's your significant other. Until next week, this is Henry. And don't forget, in, out, whoo. <laughs> Bye for now.